have Nigeria's own joining me here on the show here tonight for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 265, iHeartRadio goes by the name of Hugo. What's going on, man? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Um, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Congratulations on the new release, Before Before. How you feeling about it? Honestly, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling awesome. The, the song is it's going places. You know, I'm feeling good. The African Michael Jackson, that's what you coined yourself to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you studying some of Michael Jackson's dance moves, being from a different country? Because he is worldwide at this point. Yeah, I did study some of his dance moves, though. I'm not going to lie. I did study some of the dance moves. And, you know, I tried to inculcate it with the African uh, dance as well. So, yeah. I want to take you back to the beginning here because I heard about the neighborhood that you grew up with and it taught you to have dedication, have a hard work mindset. You see how people are up early in the morning from the bus drivers are out there grinding. From the artist standpoint, what did you really start to get on your artist grind? Because what really brought up the creativity in you and what you want to be an artist was when you wrote a letter to your, your wrote a song to your crush back in early on in your school years. So when did you start to take that to the next level and become one of those hardworking people out there and trying to make this a business for yourself? Um, that was uh, earlier in 20, 2018, basically. It was 2018 where I started, you know, doing a lot of research on how to be mainstream, how to get a label deal, how to do this, how to do that, how to get the song on the mainstream, how to get it on different platforms, on radio stations, you know. So it was, it was as of 2018 that I started doing like research. I was like, okay, I need to, I need to do this full time. You know, I need to make this a business and all that. So it's important that you did. And who are some of the most important people that you linked up in figuring this out and who believed in you? Because you know, your manager. We already have a management team down. You've made the connection with Richard Dean. So who, who were some of the first stepping stones people to really believe in you? Um, it was my mom and my manager. That's big. That's all you need. And, and you already have the confidence because it's the, the confidence yourself when you call yourself the African Michael Jackson. That that means you really believe in yourself. That's big time too. Yeah. Because many times when you see artists coming up in the game, they get turned away from a lot of labels and they don't have that confidence, so they just fold. If you believe in yourself, you're going to keep going and – Eventually, you're going to get to that place where you want to be. Exactly. Nazareth, I heard about your experience at this school, and this could be what really led to you, which fans set you apart and they noticed your accent. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. All, the, all throughout the school. So you would be going into the staff room, the library, and it was everyone. What was it that they just had different accents? Were they all from different parts of the, the region? They, they usually, you know, they usually had different accents, but it was mostly people um, speaking in the British accent, in the British English, you know, all terms. And that really was, you know, surprising for me because, yeah, I was still a kid. So, yeah, it was really, it was really, it really helped me build the way I speak and the way I talk. So, yeah. When we look at Nazareth, because we always want to reflect what what did we learn in school? We always try to say we, we don't need school. There, there's some positives to it, but what could you take away that you think that school helped you out on the music side? And you can even be on the business side of music. Was there anything that you took away from your experience at school? Uh, my experience at school, I would say it, it, it had an impact on 
the way I write my music because you know there are a lot of things you you would learn from in school if like besides the whole mathematics and English and you know biology and all that you know the morals you learn the daily experience the things you experience on a day-to-day basis in school you know so I think those things really did have a part to play in the evolution of my music as well What's interesting about you as well, and doing my research on you, reading up on your bio and your press kit, was that you turned all your shortcomings into an advantages. Is there an example that you can give us that was a shortcoming that happened to you when you were just first getting your start, which you were able to turn that into an advantage? Um, I would say, like... Uh, before, before I'll, I would say I'll use before before as an example. Uh, I, that became an advantage for me because, like, I turned the pain into, you know, the masterpiece. The masterpiece that everyone is really going crazy about because you know. So I'd say that really was one of the shortcomings that I just snapped it and I took it. I used it as an advantage to myself and to everyone else. And then you already released, which received critical acclaim, of course, and, and people liked it. Rhyme so deep. This was a, your first release here, Audio Mac. And then yeah. you got the extension here, which is going to be Yugo season, the EP dropping soon. We already got before, before. This is your evo- This is your revolution, you've called it, your evolution of music, uh, how you've evolved over time. Yeah, this is, this is you know, if I, if I should listen to Rhapsody, um, Again, it's you'd really see if you listen to Rhapsody, you'd really see the difference between like back then and right now. And you know, that I would say has been a very big evolution for me. And it's, I'm still growing, honestly, because you know, as I still have a lot to do, I still have a lot of songs to make, I still have a lot of sounds to discover in you know, in the whole music world, and I would love. To discover new sounds. I love discovering new sounds as well. So, yeah. I can tell just from listening to your discography this far, just how experimental you are. And you brought up an interesting point before. You were studying how to become mainstream. Now, from from your standpoint, because in in, a, in the States, we look at, there's two sides to, to artists. You have underground and then you have mainstream. Are you someone that wants to make your underground sound mainstream or do you just make mainstream music? How would you classify your style and what you're trying to do for yourself? Honestly, for myself, I would say I, I make great music. I don't really consider it mainstream or underground or, you know, I make good music and I just put the good music out to the people and, you know, they love it. And I make sure, I make sure it's good. It always has to be good. So as long as it's good, everyone loves it, then it's all good. <laughs> Exactly. I heard that you have a top artist that you had a feature with here on this upcoming project. Is there any clues? You don't have to reveal any name, but is there any clues at all that you can drop to your fans here that can keep them thinking about who it could be? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want to give any clues right now. Honestly, I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to spill the beans, but I don't want to give any clues right now. Maybe. Um, but yeah, we'll see when the EP drops, you know, they, 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 they should, they should know 
that you know something big is coming with the EP. It's gonna be <laughs> big. Sure. It's gonna be really big, like really big. Trust me. You got the big artists coming from from the home base there. Where are you looking to expand next? It doesn't have to be the states. Is there another artist either in the UK? Is there a different artist that you're looking to target next to eventually get to work with? Honestly, there are a lot of artists that I'd love to work with, you know, um, from the UK to the US. If I, like, I could, if I shouldn't have a list right now, if I should list all of them, you know, would probably, you know, time will probably run out, trust me. But, but like, <laughs> there are a lot of artists, you know, from the UK, from even, even in my hometown, Nigeria. And uh, I'd love to work with a lot of these artists, but, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. Do you plan on touring to the States at all? Do you plan on coming here? You're already making the connections out here. Do you plan on coming out here and doing some travel work this year as far as performances? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'd love to, I'd love to share, you know, I'd love to push the Afro, Afrobeat music to America. I'd love to share my good music with America and, you know, I'd love to perform with them, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, it's got to happen. And I can see you working. There's a ton of artists here now, especially with the drill, because I know you incorporate drill into your music as well. Is there a specific drill artist that inspired you to to take on that sound as well? Because it's started out in the UK, then I went to Chicago, and then it took over in New York. Is there a specific artist that really inspired you to dip into that sound as well? Um, a lot of a lot of drill artists. I wouldn't really say one person per se, but like a lot of drill artists did inspire me You know, to just try out the drill sounds and, you know, uh, experiment with the drill sound. And uh, I would say some of them are Central C, Unknown T, and, you know, Tion Wayne, Ross, Millions. I mean, I can name a lot, a lot of them, but, you know, no time. But, yeah, so those people really did play a part in my experiment in drill music. Now, when this EP drops... What are the, your expectations as far as the publicity and the, and the charts? What, what are, you, are you setting any expectations for yourself as far as big? Because you already have the vision and confidence of yourself. What are your expectations for when this officially drops? Because I have confidence in you and the people around you do too. And if they listen to Before Before, you can hear it. Okay, so I have a really, uh, I have a really big expectation with the EP. By God's grace, actually. I'm hoping that the EP could hit the US charts, the Billboard charts, actually. You know, if that can happen, definitely I'll be, I'll be hyped. I'll be so hyped. You know. The number one on the Billboard charts, you know, the Hugo season EP, it's number one on the US Billboard charts. It will be so great, you know, it'll be so awesome. I'll be very happy, I'll be very excited about it. Tell me about a moment so far throughout your early career and just getting started even right now. It could be something that happened just recently that you felt as though that your home base in Nigeria really believed in you as an artist. You said? What was a, a moment that happened recently or even just when you were beginning on in your career as an artist in which you felt that backing and just that the people from your home in Nigeria felt as though that you're going to be next up there? I would say it was the time I performed at the ISL, mm. uh, the ISL Fest in uh, December last year. And coming on the stage, first of all, you know, the crowd, the, the crowd went crazy. You know, I was really, I was really confident, 
that really just boosted my confidence to be honest because even even like when because uh, i performed two songs part of two songs and when the second the second song was the before before song this song right now you were explaining on i remember i had the last question i asked you was regarding when you felt as though that your home base in nigeria and, and the people around you believed in you to be the next up-and-coming artist there for sure you were next up yeah so yeah that was at the isl fest you know it was really great it was my one of my biggest um performances in my career in my entire career you know and the, uh, the crowd was really hyped the crowd was really they were really pumped to see me on stage and you know i feel like that was one of the big one of the big things behind me you know them being uh, rooting for me and, you know, knowing that I'm the next big thing because some people have not really heard uh, the new music because even when the Before Before dropped, it was, it, it hasn't even dropped before the performance on the uh, ISL Fest. So that was really a big thing for me. Are you going to be having, because I've seen the snippets, are we going to be getting the official music video? For be- um, before before let's see what the future holds though. okay because <laughs> <laughs> i know people that always bring it even further and if you wanted to incorporate some type of dance moves because i know you came up with your own dance moves that could help you go viral I'll, I'll, I'll consider that absolutely tell me about working with chills in the studio he's worked with devito a better time on that album. So tell me what was it like working with him? Because I read about your story and starting out at home and to being in studio sessions with Chills, who's a producer artist. Honestly, Chills, I would say Chills, it, it was, he was more, he's more like a big brother to me, honestly, because that was like my first, that was like my first studio session with him. And, you know, he took me in, he guided me through the things, you know, told, gave me some tips, gave me some tricks on the recording process and all that. You know, he basically took me like a, a younger brother and made sure that everything was, you know, everything was in place for me, to, for the recording, for, for the whole song to be properly done, you know. And for me, I, I want to I give a big shout out to him for sure, because I've never, I, I didn't know him before. We, we haven't met before. So that was like our first encounter and, it was it was it was awesome. It was a great experience. Have you guys remained in contact about you guys linking up in the studio in the future? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. good. Because <laughs> he's got those connections, and he plus he's done some amazing work. He's linked up with Devito, one of the biggest artists as we know. So, so the fact that he sees something in you that that that's huge as well. True. That's very true. I want to get into the meaning of your name here because you actually added the Y to your name. To yeah. Make it distinct. Yeah, tell me about that. Okay, so Hugo, right? The 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 name the idea behind Hugo is my my native name, my Igbo name is Hugo Chupu. And in Nigeria in Igbo language, that means God's glory. You know, so if you if you cut that short, we have Ugo, that's U-G-O, right? And that on its own means glory, right? So mm-hmm. 
me, just make and translate the, the, the name unique and you know, whenever you hear you, you know, sweet, you know, I added the Y to just, you know, make it different from every other thing anyone has ever heard, you know. So the, the name basically is still, for me, it still means God's glory, even with the Y. Yeah, so that's 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 just that's just the whole thing. Is there any time because your name means God's glory, as you just said? Is there any time where have you you've questioned God throughout your career, whether it's going through some sort of obstacles in life and just trying to push through the force of the music industry? Has there been a, a time that you've questioned God? Nah, I don't. I don't like. I know there've been tough times, but I I never question God. Trust me, mm. like. You know, even even when things try to get hard or things try to things try to look like they're not going well, you know, I just I just sit back and and tell God like, you know, I know you got this. I'm just I'm just gonna wait for you to do your thing, you know, because I know He's gonna do the thing. And you know, before you know it, the next something big just happens the next day or the next week. So I'm like. Anytime something go, tries to go wrong, I just sit back and trust God. That's just it. And you keep the faith for sure. I could tell that. Politics. I know politics plays a huge thing in all facets of the entertainment world and the industry. It's it's all who you know, not what you know all the time. So tell me about the politics that you face out in, in Nigeria. Is it where you have to... to to pay to get your fake streams up? How, how does that work for artists out there? Because you're someone that's a genuine artist, so I don't believe that you pay for your fake streams. You actually chart. So what is the way to really get on top in Nigeria compared to where in the States people fake it till they make it, per se? Um, I don't really know much about uh, making it in Nigeria, but because you know I'm not there yet. But I feel like in here in, here in Nigeria, you know, as long as you make good music and as long as you, you push the music to the right audience, people are going to automatically want to do anything with your song. Because I know um, TikTok is like one of the things that's trending and, you know, one of the things that makes songs go viral as well. So I feel like if you make good music and you promote that good music to the right audience, even in Nigeria, you know, they would they would love the song to the point where they would want to do it. They would want to make a TikTok video with the song in their next TikTok video. Or, you know, they want to talk about the song or something like that. So basically, you know, I feel like me personally, I feel like one of the big things on how to like grow as an artist in the music industry in Nigeria. You go season the EP coming soon. Give us a little glimpse, a little preview of what this is going to entail about your life story that we haven't heard because we know it's the evolution of yourself, but what's the story that we're, we're going to be able to hear off of this upcoming EP? Um, you're going to hear, you're going to hear a lot about um, love, honestly. Um, there's, there are parts of the song that talk about my story, like myself and, you know, growing up and all that. And you know, how the journey has been for me, but yeah, I don't want to spill too much beans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just you know, there's there's some love stories like before before as well. There's some stories about myself. So it's basically you go season, you know, the season where you go 
has different vibes, different energy, different, you know, everything about Hugo season, basically. It's your season that you're taking over. Hugo season. It's here. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we already know it, man. Now, I, I did an interview a few months ago, actually, with M.I. Abaga. I'm sure you, you're familiar with what he did. Yeah. It, it has. How, how have you in any sort of way been inspired by his story and seeing him? Because he's someone that came to the States and went back to Nigeria, and he's very outspoken about things that he's went through as far as the industry goes and just the politics of everything. So what are some things that you've learned about him and just how he champions Nigeria? Um, am I, am I is a really great artist. He's a really great rapper. I really love his lyrics. He's, he's one of the um, Nigerian rappers that I actually respect. You know, I really look up to as well because I, I don't know, uh, hip hop music in Nigeria is not really appreciated that much, you know, compared to Afrobeats. But um, he's one of the, he's one of the Nigerian rappers that I really look up to. You know, like, I mean, sometimes I get, you know, I listen to his music and his lyrics are really, you know, they're really inspiring. They tell a story. They always tell stories. That's the thing. And, you know, I love rap music where, you know, it's like someone, the, the artist is trying to tell you a story or it's like an audio book, but, you know, rhymes and lyrics and punchlines and all that stuff. Yeah, it's really great to hear stuff like that. And, <clears throat> you know, M.I. Is, is a really inspiring artist for me. He's, he's inspired me, trust me. Yeah, he's, I could tell the impact that he's had on you just now from what you said and just the impact that he has had on the whole Nigeria. And just, like you said, his storytelling, it, it paints a vivid picture for sure. Besides the Afro beats and R&B and drill, are there any other lanes, types of music that you're looking to tackle and bring into your catalog that you haven't tried out yet as far as genres and sounds? Yeah, I've been, I've been thinking of a couple, I think I've thought of, you know, trying jump uh, pop music. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I try to experiment with pop music a little bit. Um, I would say there's this, there's this type of, I don't know. I don't know what they call it. There's this type of uh, genre. I don't know if it's a subgenre, but it's there's how the beat goes. Uh, I think they call it uh, Jersey Club or something. Okay, like yeah, that. Jersey Club. Yeah, hey, where the Jersey yeah. Club mixes and dances and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, if that's an actual genre, but I was thinking of actually diving into that as well. You know, experimenting. Yeah. You know, I love I love exploring sounds. You know, I love testing new waters. I love trying new things, basically. So, you know, I might try. I might try a lot, of, a lot of different genres as well. And anyone that I really like or that I, I enjoy, I can add it to the catalog. And maybe put it put it out with um, an album coming in the future or something. But yeah, <laughs> you go season the EP. When's the target? date as far as we can we can say it by season instead are we looking to get this out in the spring the summer fall mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping uh, this locked i mean i'd love to i'd love to spill a beans but like <laughs> don't worry when the when the time comes when the time comes when the time uh, comes when the time comes you have it Hugo, is there anything else you want to let your fans know that we didn't talk about tonight? Um, 
honestly, I just maybe an advice. I just give the people an advice. Basically, pray always. Um, don't ever stop. If there's anything you're trying to get into, if there's anything you're trying to do, or if there's anything you're doing, don't stop. If there's any goal you're trying to achieve, don't stop. Basically, pray. You know, pray about it. Don't stop. And uh, yeah, try to network with people. Try to meet a lot of people with the same mindset. It's really, it really helps, and it really encourages you. You know, on what you're doing as well, because you know, you meet like-minded people, and you talk about different things, solve each other's problems, and all that. And uh, yeah, um, I'll be going live tomorrow uh, on Tuesday. Exactly. Well, that's the day in Nigeria. Basically. Okay. But yeah, I'll be going live on Tuesday. So, you know, fans can catch me on Instagram at Hugo Season. You know, I'm active on Twitter as well at Hugo Season underscore. You know, um, before, before the visualizers out on YouTube, they should go check it out. Um, and keep streaming before, before on Spotify, Apple Music, and all platforms. Greatest song of all time. <laughs> you got it <laughs> you got it man make sure you check it out Hugo is really one of the up and coming artists from Nigeria out here I believe in his sound his vision he believes in himself and that's all that matters because you see the artists that have believed in themselves and even when they don't have the most people around them and record labels that don't believe in them they're the ones that achieve I mean we can talk about Jay-Z Kanye he's controversial I get it Drake all those artists they didn't see their vision and look what happened. And just think the the people that are really putting the work and believe in themselves, those are the ones to sign because we see what happens. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, they strike out. But Hugo is here. He's one of the next one of those artists that I just mentioned. And I uh, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you know the time thank that we had here tonight. Of course, of course, man. And I, I look forward to seeing everything that achieves for you this year you grown as an artist and all your accomplishments in the future. Shout out to Richard Dean for connecting us, your management. And uh, you're always welcome on the show whenever you got an upcoming release. Once you do finally release that EP, I'll check it out. I'll tune into it. And we'll, we'll do another show, too. Thank you, bud. Have a, have a great evening. Have a great day. You too, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. Take care. Stay safe, man. Blessings for 2023. Salute, man.